Show. I'm your host, Adrian Ford, and I want to give a special thanks to everyone tuning in this morning. When, when we're born, everyone's first brand is their name. Mm-hmm. That's the very first thing that we are given. Um, but I think people forget that. I think when people, when, when, when people as, they, as we get older and we're making decisions and, and, and some of the actions that we're doing out here and how we're moving out here in these streets, we forget that we're leaving a legacy behind with that name. We're leaving, uh, we're, we're leaving an impression with that name in every single thing that we do. And so sometimes when we're out here and we're moving and we think certain things are harmless, uh, we have no idea how that is being attached to our name and how it can affect our children much later. Oh, that is, man, that's so true. That's the old saying. Uh, uh, you are, you're trying to represent, you know, like who you hang around represents you. You know what I'm saying? Like people try to tell you, hey, don't hang around certain people. Even though you don't do the things that they do, you're still getting grouped into that representation. And that goes further into now. If let's say you are hanging around some knuckleheads, they do some things and then the co- y'all run from the cops and then the cops don't even see you later and you may not even been doing or as bad as what they're what they've been doing. And then you're now your brand is tarnished with that. Like, you know, uh, now, now they got your name. Now they got your name. And, and, and now your name is associated, associated with mm-hmm. that particular incident. Um, that's one of the things I try to uh, explain to a lot of the young men that I work with is that. Your name is everything. And even if you, you know, you come from a generation um, that has not honored that name, Mm -hmm. it can still be up to you to rebrand that name, to you take that name. So, yeah, maybe your dad didn't do a good job, you know, with you or me wasn't around and his father, you know, did the same thing. But you now carry this name and you have full control to decide where that name goes at this point. That's true. That's true. And that you uh, first of all, hold on, let me. Let me stop. Uh, <laughs> this man, let me tell you, this man, Adrian, Adrian, what he's doing with his company is, uh, I mean, it, it, this is world changing. You know what I'm saying? Um, because the man is the head of the household. Absolutely. And so I just wanted to, uh, and for you to put so much energy and time and, you know, to, uh, your one chance of life and you've do- donated and devoted it to this. So I, I just want to give you a big up because that's a, it's an underlining problem that people aren't really trying to uh, focus on. You know what I'm saying? They're, especially society. So I just wanted to go ahead and say that. Um, Thank you. You know, because it's amazing. You, what you and your team are doing, it's amazing. And me and my company and my team is 100% behind you guys. Uh, I mean, we, we love it. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's everything you guys have done for me and my team has been, like I said, nothing short of amazing. Um, but, you know, before... You know, how how was it with you before Meek Mind became your brand? You know, your very first brand was Shaw. Yes. So what were some things that were that were instilled in you? What were some things that you knew that when you began to have kids, when you met your wife, you knew that I'm carrying this name. This Ooh. name has to it has to mean something. This name is, you know, this name, you know, once you have your kids, this name is no longer about me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's even, you know, it, it's. It's so great how your your business in itself is uh, branding and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, when the very thing that we do every day naturally is we're we're marketing our name. We're trying yes. to get our name out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so much more than entrepreneurship. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it's way it's, bigger. It's, it's world changing. It's make mine isn't what you're leaving your kids. Mm-mm. Make mine is what you're using to promote Shaw. And Shaw is this name that you're building so that your kids can come behind you. That's that's very interesting. So with my dad, he's been doing air conditioning for a long time, and he's been taking me on his jobs, you know, for 
since I was probably like 16, right? And uh, I remember when I was about 24, we went to Addison. Uh, it's a fluent city, you know, Addison, hey, fluent Addison. part of uh, Dallas. Well, we went to these big houses and we we're putting in like this system that, you know, probably cost about, you know, uh, $4,500 or whatever, right? And right. so we, we're putting in this system and then we're done with the system. And then there's a young man who's probably like 17, 17, 16, something like that. And um, I remember, man, I remember this because this is exactly what you're talking about. He he said, uh, we said, hey, man, you know, my dad, I was, my dad said, hey, go get uh, the homeowner so we can get paid and get out of here. Right. And I saw the son. I said, hey, can you go get your dad um, so we can get paid and get out of here? And he said, oh, no, I, I got it. You know, and he put out his little checkbook and he paid for it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that type of uh, that that, you know, that's this is a young man doing grown man business. You know what I'm saying? With the confidence that, you know, it it talked about what he was already taught about money and about doing things. Not he wasn't scared. He said it with confidence, took care of it. Uh, And then his his check was good, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and, uh, it was almost like his dad set that up to happen you see what i'm saying so hey you go ahead and take care of this you know what i'm saying i gotta go do you know but set them up and then right then i realized what i want to pass down you know to my kids i want to pass down things that that no matter what industry they're in no matter what uh choices they make in life that these things are going to follow them you know pillars that they can stand on it's not necessarily i want to pass down a company um, cause a lot of business owners, you know, they, they, small business owners, they'll, um, kind of have a company for a, a long time and then they want to pass it down to their kids. And then their kids doesn't, don't want to get into their industry. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't want to take that over. It's like right. a coffee shop when that even stopped me. So I'm like, okay, what do I want to pass down? I want to pass down confidence, yeah. you know, uh, discernment. Oh, that is so important. Uh, in integrity you want to pass down these things and right that's, and that's why it's so important to have that conversation so your kids are clear on i'm not passing down this business to uh-uh. you. i'm passing down this culture that, that i've built for you I'm, I'm passing down like you said this confidence i'm passing down this this realization of you own something that's yours that, mm-hmm. you, that your name your family name has built so it's more than the product that we're pushing or what we're selling it's this is your name yes you know, my, my dad used to have this thing where, uh, and I mean, it, it really kind of came up during during anything where it was, whether it was me in football, whether it was me in school, whether it was me getting ready to hang out with my friends, my dad always reminded me that I need to represent our name. You are a Ford. Mm. You know, if I ever got caught doing something, got in trouble, it's, you're a Ford. We're Fords. We don't do that. It's, it's you taking pride in your name, understanding that when you're out there moving, and this is for the, a lot of the younger generation these days. When you're out there moving, you are a representation of your parents. Yes. Your name is your brand. So a lot of kids, you know, they, they, don't, they no. don't realize that. Well, we grew up in a neighborhood with every, you know, every elder on the block knew mm-hmm. our name. And so whenever you got caught saying something, oh, that's that's Helen Dwight's boy. That's that Ford boy. <laughs> no one says your parents, name. Yeah, they say, bad, they, huh? they say your parents' name and they say your last name. Well, that's, 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 that's that Dwight's boy. That's, that's, the, that's that Ford boy. And that right there, what you don't realize is that when, when when your name is said in that light, like you're starting to tarnish that brand. Mm-hmm. Because every time they hear that name Ford, oh yeah, that's how that's how that Ford boy moves. Oh yeah, that sounds like him. So we have to be so ultra aware of our of how we're moving and how we're how we're putting forth our family brand. Um, 
there's a generation where that brand starts with the young man, unfortunately. It starts with, you know, it's been tarnished for generations and generations and generations. And now, you know, we have 13, 14, 15 year olds walking around here trying to figure out how to rebuild this brand at that age. That's and, true. And it's such a it's such a tough thing because if you as as a young man, you've never been shown how to represent your name and everybody that knows your name on the block, in the neighborhood, uh, throughout the community. Um, it's associated with an alcoholic father or a father that was never there or a father that was abusive because of what he left. Mm -hmm. So now you have to rebrand that name. Man, that's that's an interesting point. Now, with all that taken in consideration, what I always did was focus on, you know, what are the next action steps? Because right. unlike your father, my father was a type of, uh, he didn't really talk about that type of stuff. Right. He more just did stuff and then he expected you to know and do what he did like without even explaining it right so it's just kind of like <laughs> i get in trouble for something i should have known but i was never taught but uh he was he was very uh loving and and took care of me but what that taught me was okay cool what type of action did i have to do next and from that uh from that encounter with that young man i started thinking and then started entrepreneurship i'm thinking you know what what can I do to pass? How do I? Okay, so now I know what I want to pass down, right? Right. So now I know what I want to do. So how does that? What does that look like? How do we do that? Well, I I think it starts with myself first. Right. Like, where am I? Am I even capable to teach this yet? Right. I have to learn this myself. Right. I have to face my own fears. I have to, you know, get rid of a lot of fears so I don't pass those same things down. To my kids, not even, you know, even I can tell them all I want to like, hey, don't do this, don't do this. Right. But at the right now, my kids are young and I'm and I'm thinking like right now I'm Superman, you know, I'm right. Incredible right. Hulk. Exactly. I'm the smartest man in the world, you know, right now, right now. So I want to take advantage of that. Right. So I have to face every one of my fears so I don't pass anything down. Right. right? So we can start instilling that. <clears throat> Excuse me start instilling those those uh, pillars, like I said, into them. You know, so it starts with us. And that's why I love um, what you do so much because you're all about accountability. And that is that in itself is scary to people. You know, yeah. like, ooh. It's, if, it's very scary. I mean, you're asking, not only are you asking people to, to do what they've never done, um, but you're also asking them to turn away from what they've always yeah, done. Yeah, deny yourself. Um, and so, you know, when it when it comes to that, and I mean, I deal with that every day. But I think, I think the way that I approach topics like that are trying to really uh, unfilter my kids. Um, I actually like working in the house when, for the most part, when all my kids are home, mm -hmm. um, because they're seeing that. Growth, yes, they're seeing that work ethic. Um, there's a lot of kids who grow up and they think that money just grew on trees, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they think that it just came out of nowhere, and. And, you know, oh, yeah, we, we just fell into this lifestyle. You know, this this nice, beautiful house, these cars we drive, this was just given to us. No, I, I like that, you know, when my <laughs> son comes and, you know, Daddy, can I play right now? Well, we can play in 20 minutes, but I have to get this done. Yes. And, you know, he's sick, so he's curious. Well, what are you doing? And so now it has this, he has this thing where whenever we're driving around and I'm with him on the phone talking to my wife, it's, oh, Daddy, that, you're doing head of household. That's head oh, that's of household. Good. And so he's, he's he doesn't know what this work ethic is yet. But he's seeing me grind uh -huh. it out. He's seeing the little things I do. He's seeing, you know, that when he goes to bed around 8.30, I'm still up working. I'm, I'm at the computer getting stuff done. He sees that when he wakes up, I'm already up working. He's, these are things that he's seeing. And although he doesn't really understand what they are right now, 
these things are going to stay in his memory. Mm-hmm. You're, you're exactly right. It's like uh, it's like how 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 kids learn a language. We don't sit there and tell them every single word, right? right. After a while, they just start picking up stuff, and now you, we're even amazed. Like, how, how do you know that? How did oh, you learn they're, that? They're always they're just, yes. And so, if if we have that type of that type of uh, influence on them right now, right. and then we have that, then we want to want the best for them. That all that points to me, back to me. Right. Like you can put it on my shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that, that you have to break. Uh, like I said, my dad wasn't like this. So breaking a generational curse, and. Uh, and, and really just seeing who you are and what you're trying to do. And then action goals. I'm all about action goals. Right. Like set out your action goals. And that's that's what in the process I'm in right now uh, of really trying to mold that brand, like you said, because it is a brand at the end of the day. It, it is. is a brand. You're, you're branding who you want to be and who what uh, the world perceives you to be. And, and that's truly it. Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, show producer son just interrupted us. We talk about uh, talking about branding. That's, 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 that's a great brand right moment right there. Yes, that was a great moment. But uh, um, yeah, and so uh, so, what are some ways that you teach your kids about taking pride in their name and 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 really teaching them that you know, not only is you know not only you know are you a Sean, you're and your your kids are how I say this, our my our last name is our brand. But also what I'm doing for you is promoting our brand. It's promoting my family. Oh. Um, and even the importance of that. I know with, with Cam, uh, we're constantly talking about uh, how important his name is. Even when, you know, when he introduces himself to people, it's, Hi, I'm, I'm Cameron Ford. I make sure he says his full name. Oh, that's good. You need to know, you need to understand that your name has power to it. And when you say your name with power, they're going to receive that power from you. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to know that you're a young man to respect. And I'm, I wanted to instill that in him early because that was instilled in me early. Um, and so at six years old, you know, I, I teach him things about, you know, whenever he meets an adult or even a little boy, he's only kept a little part, walking with a little boy, shaking the hand, looking him in the eye. Yeah, mine too. So, yeah. But, but I, I make sure I instill that in him so that he's learning about the branding of being a man and what that means to be a man, what that showmanship is like. Oh, man. So. What was the question again? I got lost in your words. Uh, so, so the question is, um, how are you? How, how? What are some ways, if any? What are some ways that you teach your kids to take pride in their name, in which is their brand? Oh man. Uh, well, I think one of the ways that me and my wife Maria uh, did it was actually have a family mission statement. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so yeah, just like a, a like we do with companies. Watching, we need to get on that like this evening. <laughs> just <laughs> just like you, we do with companies. You know, you should have a mission statement because when people interact with your company, they should know what you're about. Or better yet, forget that you should want them to know what you're about. See, that's you know what I'm saying. My last name is Ford. I, it, I was looking a, at that it's, earlier. It's associated with fix or repair <laughs> daily. So I don't know why they were shocked when I got in trouble in school. It's clear what I was going to do when I showed up. So <laughs> my brand was associated with another brand yeah. that was already like tarnished a little bit. It was already broken. Like, a little bit. But yeah, but no, I, yeah, continue, please. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, but yeah, so a mission statement. And one of the things with uh, Meek Mind, the company, the meek means power, power under control. Absolutely. So, so it's not necessarily weak. It's meaning we laugh when we're supposed to laugh, cry when we're supposed to cry, get mad when you're supposed to get mad. You know, um, and so you're you're you always have a, a dis, you always have to be able to use your power discernment in a certain way because you have a clear head. 
And so with our with our family statement, which, uh, like I said, is really meant for us to stay true to where we're going, right. not necessarily just for everybody else. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's more of the guidelines for internal guidelines for you, for you as a family. And so it's to, to live life powerfully meek. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's <clears throat> but the thing with that, though, since that's not a, a everyday term for the kids, mm -hmm. they don't hear it out. I get to spend more time explaining that. And then when we're when they're when we're out and about, we can point out situations where you're powerfully meek. And me and my wife have that. So we keep that. So let's say if uh, to live powerfully meek is our is our mission statement. Right. Well, other people wouldn't clearly know what that means. And most of them would think it would mean being weak or submissive, right? right. And so that's another way to where. Power, you're being powerfully meek, but then before you even know that about us, you're looking at me and you're seeing what I'm giving off and be like, uh, because we're supposed to be the light of the world. So right. that in my turn, I, I we uh, coined that as people should look at you and be like, wow, I, I, I want what you have, you know, exactly. not in a jealous, not, type, jealous of way. type of way. Yeah, but uh, just like, wow, you know, I, 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 I like what you have. Well, that's what they see first. And then they say, okay, well, we own meek mind. We're powerfully meek. So right. now it's like, hold up, that's contradictory because I want to be like that, but meek means weak. But no, it doesn't. You see right. what I'm saying? So it's uh, so that's how we, uh, that's how we're kind of instilling stuff. And and that's exactly what it was when when that name had a household was first created. Was that I love it too. By the way, was that it's <laughs> you know you look at <laughs> you look at I mean and, and I'm just tying into the subject. You look at what the branding of the name man has. Oh yeah, with. oh yes. You, and you'd be surprised when someone asks me what I do. Well, what's the name of your company? My name of my company is Head of Household. Oh, that's interesting. What's that? You don't know mm -hmm. the brand. You don't mm -hmm. know that statement. And that was one thing that was upsetting to me. That was it was I didn't realize how much that was a lost way of thinking. It was a lost. It was just a lost title. And. To me, it was as simple because that's what I am in my household. That's what I'm training my young man. Mm -hmm. to do. That's what he sees. And so, whenever my I make sure whenever my son asks me, well, "Well, why are you doing that, Daddy? What's what's this, Daddy?" I'm doing that because I'm the head of our household, and these I are my, and these are my <laughs> responsibilities. And my son is six years old and is already praying for his wife. Yeah. He are, we, oh man. We we yeah. He, I didn't know you were gonna say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he's already talking about. Uh, uh, what church he's going to run because he that's, that's going to be our pastor right there that, yeah he's on five years ahead of his life already um, but I don't feel like I don't feel the need to ever dim that light you know a lot of parents are like well you're too young you know we'll talk about that no I can talk about it right now with him and you're six years old yes and, you know daddy I, you know so when I get old I get, I get to marry mommy well no you're going to find a wife for your own, and you're going to be the head of your household and I'm going to keep ingraining that sentence into him it's not even it's it's there. There are plenty of men out there, but there are very few heads of households. Mm -hmm. I agree. And so he needs to know the difference. And again, that's 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 what we're doing. We're branding and marketing our children. We're I'm, I'm showing you who you are mm -hmm. and then I'm showing you how to present yourself to the world. That's no different than what we do every day. That's true. And so I got a question for you. Absolutely. <laughs> I know it's your show. No, but uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> um, now, does head of household always mean financially? Oh, I love it. No. There you go. No. Financially is actually one of the very smaller things that head of household means. It's a very, very small thing. Head of household means that 
you, I'll put, it, it's a two-part thing for me. And I'm sure it's different for a lot of men, but for me, it's two-part. Um, head of household is understanding that regardless of whatever circumstances uh, that my, my family is in, I am to lead them. Um, it means that regardless of if my wife makes more than I do, if I make more than her, she's still my neck. Mm-hmm. So I'm the head, but that head does not move without the neck. I agree. There's an understanding of I know my role as the head. I know my job as the protector, as the provider, but I'm not just providing financially. I'm also providing wisdom. Yeah. I'm also providing protection. I'm also providing sometimes my mouth closed and just listening. Mm. It's learning how not only to lead from the front, but knowing when there's times I need to lead from the back. It's a full understanding of I'm the captain of this ship. So, you know, there's I always put things in the sports is I'm the head of my house. I'm the captain. So when my family wins, it's nice that, oh, you know, you're a good leader of your family. Mm-hmm. When my family loses, I take all the brunt of yeah. it. If something happens with my son, if something happens with my leader. daughter, it's, it's, it's all on me. If, if my wife falls short, it's my job to lead her. So if she falls short, that's on me. So everything starts and ends with me as the head of my household. I love it. The, the, the money that comes from that and the finances, and so that's just a plus. Now, I'm good at generating income. My wife is excellent at managing it. Mm. I'm not allowed to manage it. <laughs> that's not my wheelhouse. I've accepted that. Uh, you hear that? I just do my, uh, this, this motion right here. Just like, <laughs> my wife is listening. She's saying the same thing. It, but, it, uh, it, that's exactly it. It's, uh, I, I talk to a lot of my, my younger friends and a lot of my young guys who uh, are either thinking about marriage and or, or they just got married. And it's, yeah, in, in my house, it's going to go this way. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I like, but I don't like where you're in. I don't like that you think that. But it's not. Yeah, no. I said this. You can, you can say it all you want to. You better not talking to the wall. Uh, <laughs> so it's. I know. Again, as the head of household, I know my strengths. That's and good. As the head of the household, I know what doesn't belong to me. I know what my wife's strengths are. So I let that. I don't need to lead through everything. There's some men who I, I control the finances, but you're terrible at it. <laughs> you're gonna let, you're gonna sink the ship. You're gonna try off a pride. Now you you grew up riding bikes. I got a pilot next to me, but you want to fly the plane. <laughs> like it's my wife when it comes to finances is the excellent pilot. She's an ace. She's that's that's her thing. That's not my thing. My thing is bringing in bringing in making sure she has money to budget. Yes. So that's that's what I'm good at. So yeah. That's that's what head of household means to me. Um, yeah. That's what it means to me now too. I love it. I'm on board. I mean, that sounds like a a, a true leader. Um, and even though we're, I think we're even though we're talking about this, uh, like you said, it is a, a is it a it's a battle. It's a struggle every day too. Oh, absolutely, and, it is. And, it is. But so I want to include that in there so everybody know that too. Yeah, no, it, no. But yeah, let's clarify that. <laughs> It's not easy. Yeah, no. yeah. It's not sometimes, supposed to be either. Sometimes as a head of your household, you are not the leader right now. Mm-mm. You do not run stuff. Now, I'm the head, which means my wife is making the decision. And if that decision doesn't work out, it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's on me. But I'm also supposed to be guiding her and supporting her and instructing her in those decision makings that I feel are out of my control or what I feel um, need to be partnership on mm-hmm. that. So. It's if you if you continue to look at a successful head of household looks at his marriage as just that a partnership. Mm-hmm. If you look at being a head of the household, if you think being a head of the household is lording over your wife the and boss. controlling her, yeah. and I'm and I'm the boss, and and 
And I'm not the boss at work. I'm not the boss. <laughs> I, don't, I don't own my own company. I'm not the boss at work, but I'm the boss when I come home. Newsflash, you're not the boss at home. <laughs> so it's it's you are on the lowest end of the total home because I got a 18-month, I got a 21-month-old, sorry now, 21-month-old who thinks different. I know I'm not the boss. He, so, and he, just even go back to what we're, our initial subject, he going to have a brand of his own. That, that man right He there, might take a little um, piece of yours. We, his name is Ezra. Ezra, we named Ezra properly. And it's, yeah, it's, and Ezra means helper. But my son thinks it means help me do me. <laughs> like I'm not helping nobody. Like I got worry about me. So um, yeah, we it's it's you have to understand what the term head of household is fully before you can actually become one. I I, I totally agree. And until you fully understand what it means to be the head of the household, well then your brand is always going to take a hit. Mm-hmm. You your family is always going to take a hit. That name is always going to be up against the enemy. It's always going to be up under attack if you don't know how to how to move with your name. So, I agree. And one of the things we do with with when branding a company as well, you can do it with uh yourself. So, I'm all about action goals. So, I like to give action, you know, some practical action. So, where are you trying to do? What are you trying to be? And then what is your ultimate goal? And then bring it back to where you are now. So to say to exactly what you're talking about, uh, you got to know who you are, right? You got to know your lane, what you're good at, what you're not good at. And even if some of the things that you're not good at are in that final person or that final goal that or that final brand you have for your family, right. you can cultivate those. Absolutely. You know, it's cultivation. You can over time just be doing little things to get closer yeah. to achieving that goal. And um, but. If you don't know who you are now and what you're trying and stay in your lane, you will not get to those things. That's very true. You're saying because you're going to be looking over here when you need to be focused over here. Because like, oh, I'm good at this. Like you talking about the (laughs) dude that grew up riding a bike. You know what I'm saying? But he's over here trying to pilot. Well, you can pilot, but you got to work your way up to that. And you got to learn to that. Yes. And be man enough to say, yes, I don't know. Be man to say, you know what? I don't know, but I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to because when you listen and learn, all you're doing is strengthening you. Yes, yourself. Yeah. You know, there's 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 so many men out there who <clears throat> who you feel like your brand is okay by itself. Me and you had this talk actually when we first met about why don't we help each other more? Because, because <laughs> I have I have this brand over here, I have this wheelhouse over here, but you have your wheelhouse and like you said, you like when we first met, it was at a public speaking event and Chris was public speaking and he's like, This is not my thing. I, I'm not big on. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Speaking. Yeah, I'm not big on standing up in front. Of, I I like being behind the scenes and working. But I love getting up and speaking. I can talk for hours. I'm good at running my mouth. For all those who are watching that know me. I'm man. I'll talk y'all in there. I'll talk your head off. But that's why we gave him the show. <laughs> and so, um, but when I first came to university, the things that I admittedly said was that yeah, I I I started creating this. I started doing this, but this is not my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And you're an expert at this. Please help me. Please do this for me. Please, please lend me your sense, your expertise, because this is what you do. I don't know why, as as brothers, we get away from trusting other brothers, mm-hmm. from from reaching out. Because when you reach out and we all build each other up, that just strengthens both our brands. We all win. We we both win. Mm-hmm. Now your name is stronger. My name is stronger because we helped each other. Yeah. You. 
you cannot build your name. You cannot grow as a person alone. God didn't design us to do no, that. I don't think you can't, so. You're not supposed to be alone. You're supposed to reach out and help out. And somehow, as man, we, we had gotten so far away from reaching out to, you know, our brother next door. Yeah. That's what head of household is about, as you stated earlier, is that it's accountability. Mm-hmm. I I need that accountability from you. If you see me doing something wrong, I need you to say, hey, stop. You're getting ready to hurt your brain. You're gonna hurt <laughs> your name. Stop. Yeah. I don't I don't need the I don't need the uh I call it the homeboy pass. I don't I don't, no. I don't, I don't need the homeboy pass of like, well you're my boy, so I can tell you the real No, I, I need you to tell me when I'm wrong. I, I need you to tell me that late. No, that is that's that, that's not okay. I, no. need, I, I need I yearn for that kind of accountability. <laughs> and let me add this too. We're talking about helping and you're saying please you heard you say please and all that. Yeah. Now he said please, but I bet when I gave he didn't ask for no discount. He didn't yeah, ask for no. enough. He paid. He paid. He 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 paid his price. So he didn't. And that's another thing we we get into uh, sometimes that I've dealt with a lot. You know, yeah. hey, hey, you know, God gave me this. God gave me this vision. Blah blah blah. And then, but I need a discount on. You know, and it was like when when if we give a solution, then you should have. You should try to get towards that. You should try. He to didn't. Get he didn't. You know. So that's one thing. Because money comes in the way too. It, I, it, it from does, a business point, it, it does come in the way, but. I, I mean, my wife and I talked about this just the other day. Um, I don't understand why when you tell somebody that the, that God gave you this word and that this is what my calling is. <laughs> so they're like, when people hear God's calling, they think huge discount. Yes. Like, that's not, no, that's not, because there's a reward for doing kingdom yeah. work. And I can't receive my full reward for my full reward for doing kingdom work if I'm giving you a discount. Mm-hmm. I can't fully operate in my brand. I can't fully promote my name at a discount. I mean, really think about like what that is, is that someone's asking for you at a discount. And God didn't make you at a discount. Mm-hmm. You when, when when God was putting you on earth, he didn't put you on, you didn't go straight to the clearance rack when he created you. Uh, like, no, I I have there's yeah. there's there's value that I'm that I have, mm-hmm. I, I have my own personal value on my life, and I would like for that to be, you know, respected and, and and reciprocated back when I'm doing business with people. Uh, and, and you know what? Now <laughs> that doesn't mean I wouldn't give a dis. I wouldn't give anybody a discount. But what I'm, but what I'm saying is, when people it's come asking, <laughs> will they come asking? Right. You know, no. Let's let's do some work. Let's do some quality work. I got, you know, we want to eat. Yeah. We want to eat. And if if this is really meant to be like we talk about, you know, God, then he's he's already made the provisions because half of the half of the time too, the money is there. You're just using it in the wrong uh, wrong way. Well, in the wrong way. But you know, you know what I love. You know, you know what I love. And I've seen this so much before. Is if somebody will come and ask for a discount, you give them the discount. Then they complain oh, about man. the work. Well, you want the discount. You got what you paid for. Yeah. When you when you when you oblige somebody's full value, you get your money's worth. All the time. That's 100%. So, and <laughs> and this goes all, and then that shows off what? That shows off their true brand. It does. It shows off who they're really, who you're, who you're really, who they really are, yeah. you know? Because your brand is half of what you think it is, and then half of what, and well, I would say 25% of what you think it is, and 75% of what is actually perceived. Yeah. You know, uh, when we have a, when you have some, you, you got a new outfit or you're looking at this outfit, you love it, you went and bought it. And then in your mind, you are the coolest 
dude in the world. You know what I'm saying? Then right. other people are walking past you like, oh, that's either, you know, like that, that's not tight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, you know, that's the brand, that perception yeah. uh, too. But I mean, and I'm not telling people you should really care what people think, but it's when you have expectations and you're expecting something back, that's the expectations that you need to abide by. It is. I mean, and expectations are hard. I think that's why you have to, to again, grow your kids and build your kids yes. into who they are. Because if you don't, the world's expectations will rip them apart. Oh, man. Perfect example. Um, and me and my boys, I mean, we laugh. I mean, I remember when this when we saw this, we, we were cracking up laughing. Um, but Illinois went to the Final Four. And there was no coverage on the starters at all. All the coverage was on Michael Jordan's son, who his is not as good yeah. as his dad. He rode the bench, that's like a third string player, and he was on the end texting. They, they have him in the middle of our game texting with the team on the end of the bench. And the whole thing was about how great he is, and he had not stepped foot in the game. Oh, wow. But that name, yeah, Jordan, the stamp on that name, Jordan. He's the second best player to ever play. <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> I gotta ask. I don't know. I just, I just, I just throw stuff out there. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. I would say it because you're wearing them on your feet right now. Uh, LeBron, come on now. LB. Nah, it, it, we're not gonna be like because we'll be yeah, all we'll yeah. negative male. But that, for our era, LeBron is, is the best. Yeah, there you go. That's he's a great out, way to put he's, it. He's absolutely the best. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that. I was just playing. Nah, <laughs> but but again, well, even even on that particular point right there, it's. And here's a great here's a great question for for all the men that that are listening that are watching, for the era that you're in, with your name. Now your dad has his era, your grandfather has his era. For the era that you're in, how are you representing your brand? Mm-hmm. That's just a question for just men out there to think about. Is for the era that you're in with your name, with your brand, how are you representing your name? What are you doing in this era with your name that's making an impact? So that's that's all. That's I mean that's that's just a question for all for the, all those who are listening who are watching. Um, but yeah, so that, you know, your that expectations on, you know, on your, on your child's name and, and on your name. And when it comes to your child, I think that's why we grow our kids the way we do so that they remember. And like you said, per your, your house mission statement, that no matter what expectation the world places on you, you know what our mission statement is. You know how we move, you know how we are. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what anybody else says. No, it doesn't. And that mission statement is very rarely get outside of our family. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it really shouldn't. Though. It should no. be protected. Yeah, it, it absolutely should be protected. It's not even about yeah. telling everybody else. It's about proving it uh, and then them just seeing it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, Do your kids, uh, do they get that it's a mission statement yet? Do they understand? A uh, they understand that they're a shawl and that we move a certain way. Oh, yeah. definitely. Uh and um, now they don't understand the whole because mine are six, four and three. So they don't understand the whole point of having a mission statement. Right. But they know there's certain boundaries. There's a limit that they can't they can't. There's a boundary they can't go through. Right. And um, they actually help each other. So I'm all about because I grew up as youngest, but um, I had a brother, two sisters. But they're the closest to me, I think, is nine or 11 years. So I basically grew up an only child. Right. So when me and Maria had our kids, I wanted to make sure that they're a tight knit, you know, group, um, especially as they're, they're as close as they are. So with those boundaries, they, they check each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, uh, Isabel, you've got to pray, you know, you gotta, you gotta, we gotta pray to eat because God gave us his house. Uh, 
you know, uh, we have uh, our business meet and they come in meek mind. They come in here. They they realize, hey, this is my and serenity, my middle class. This is my office, yeah. daddy. You know, they're right. Uh, you know, they just have this sense of pride in, in what we're doing, too. I, I, and you can it, you can tell. And one of the things my uh, uh, son did, too, is uh, someone he was on the playground and someone uh, little kids told him he couldn't do something. Right. And he was like, uh, "My dad owns his own company. I can, I can do that. I can do what I, I want to do. I can do whatever he was trying to do." And that was a moment for me to where, like, okay, cool, oh, yeah, it, I, it's coming through. I try to crush that entitlement sometimes, but at the same time, I like the product. Yeah, yeah, because they need to grow up with that that self worth and know that they they just can't uh, accept anything in their life. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? They can't accept anything. There was there was something you just said. There's something you just said that I uh, I don't think I I realized it uh, until very recent. I probably say about two years ago. That that recent um, that my, me and my siblings were all ten years apart. That's oh wow! Like, yeah. So there's there's CJ, me, and then there's Ashley, and there's ten years in between all of us. And so there 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 became this growing frustration because as an adult now. Um, I'm very big on my brand as a Ford. Mm-hmm. I'm very big on my on my name, um, and I mean, hence I, I got every everybody who knows me. I have all the A hats. I'm, I, I love <laughs> me some me. And so, <laughs> that's nothing wrong with that. And so, um, but it, it I would I get I used to get so frustrated with my older brother and even my younger sister because. It would feel like you guys are not operating in our brand the mm. way our parents raised us. And one thing I had to realize, and I was actually talking to my wife about uh, our kids, and then I realized that I did. I'm doing the very same thing, mm. where I didn't realize that my uh, my siblings and I, we got our parents at different stages uh, in their life and that's why the way we view our brand the way we view life and where our parents is different we all came from the same household uh um, raised by the same head of household but we saw our parents at different times my brother was the first he saw our parents when you know they're they're the newlywed yeah and they're fresh and young and (laughs) and you're at the time you know you're the only child so everything is coming to you so there's a little bit of being spoiled there and a little bit of uh uh uh, there's not a whole lot of responsibility there, and then you have the middle child. Well, the middle, which is me, and the middle child got to pay for everything <laughs> the older one did, and it's your fault for whatever the younger one did. But I saw. Oh, wow, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And so I was raised with my parents in their building stage. So I I saw the grind. I saw. And I, I feel like this was a stage that truly I learned how to be the head of the household because I saw. Uh, my dad, like, like so, like, gosh, probably up to millions now. Millions of people have been laid off from Boeing. Oh, yeah. And I saw my dad get laid off from Boeing, and my mom be the main breadwinner. And, but I never saw my mom talk down on my dad. I never saw her. She's never treated him like he wasn't the head of the household. It was made very clear that I'm the, I may be the only one working right now, but that man runs our household. Yeah. That man is ahead. It, I'm, I still follow him. It has and per your question, it has nothing to do with money. Mm-hmm. This this man leads our family. I don't care where he works if he works at all. That's that's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. So I learned that so early on. Well, now you have the baby, and my sister was born one pound three ounces. So oh, not so only is little. she the baby, she's the miracle baby. Uh-huh. But she has seen the the reward from the grind. 
she she has seen the completed work. She's she's a part of the you know the big house, the nice cars, the the vacations, and so again, oh, it grew on trees. Oh, it just it just came out of it just came out of nowhere. Like, and so she's older now. And she and she gets it now. But it was such a it's, there's such a difference in how the three of us act because we got our parents at different stages. That's we, interesting. You know, yeah. my brother my brother saw the birth of the brand. And then I saw the building of the brand, mm-hmm. and then my sister saw the finished product of the brand, and we're and all three of us are dramatically different. We're all night and day different. Oh wow that that is that is uh, a good outlook that I didn't even think about. But that's that's why we have these shows, man. Yeah, because we need to be learning as well. Oh wow, that, that's really good, man. And and you know you and, and for me it, it, it used to I used to get really furious that it felt like I'm the only one that's grinding. Like, I'm the only one uh, that's trying to step out. And, you know, sometimes it feels like I'm I'm the overbearing big brother to my sister. And sometimes it feels like I'm the little big brother to my older brother. <laughs> and, but then I have to also remember that, you know, you, I'm, I am the way I am because of my experiences. Mm-hmm. And you guys are the way you guys are because of your experiences. And my, and my parents, they, they approach each of us very different. Um, and so once I understood that, well, then I in turn, uh, started kind of looking at my kids differently, uh, from the all the way from the oldest uh, down to the the youngest. You know, like I said on our previous show, me and my wife are a blended family, so Jelani is used to Tina at you know when she was young and had you know had him at an early age and single mm-hmm. mom, and she he watched his mom scratch and claw and fight to give him everything. He watched her grow up like that, take responsibility, take accountability. He's seen all that. Now Jelani, in his early 20s now, it, he knows nothing but hustle. Mm. You can't tell him no. There's not a door that he won't kick down, that he, there's not a wall he won't run through. And then you have Tanea, who Tanea came, and she's seen when Tina got on her feet and Tina leveled out, and Tina was in her purpose and in her in her calling, and she's moving. And, and 